Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, some like it gooey, bougie, with just the right pull. Others want it wet or glopping or covered in extras like lobster or bacon. Of course, I'm talking about mac and cheese. Tomorrow is National Macaroni Day, and next week is National Mac and Cheese Day. So we've got a piquant list to get you in the mood. It's Thursday, July 6th. I'm Megan Harris, and here's what Pittsburgh's talking about. I'm with lead producer Mallory Falk. Hi. Hello. And back for a one-night-only all-star roving producer, Elizabeth Kama is back with us. Hey. Hi. So glad to be back. <laughs> so we're doing this episode in honor of our lovely Francesca DeBecco. Um, she's off this week, but she messaged the team last week looking for recommendations for macaroni and cheese. Not for any reason. She just really wanted to eat it. And I <laughs> love that about her. <laughs> so there's mac and cheese on so many menus. It's a classic American dish. But I just don't want to be disappointed with soggy noodles or cheese that just doesn't taste very cheesy. So I put the crew to work. Pork first. And they're taste testing to find some of the best golden mac and cheese Pittsburgh plates up. Boy, she really set us up. I don't know that we taste tested every menu. <laughs> she made this sound like a much more scientific process than it actually was. 100%. <laughs> Well, at least she did define what good mac and cheese is for her. For me, I'll just say, like, it has to have that flavor drowned me in it. I need that cheesiness. She got that 100% right. I do not want it to be Panera soup either. I want it to actually, you know, be gooey. So as long as you can taste it, like taste the actual mac and cheese cheesiness, I'm kind of all for it. Yeah, we came up with a pretty ridiculous rubric. So uh, cheeses, we wanted to discuss by quantity, quality, and consistency. Very important. <laughs> um, for the noodles, the shape and the doneness, um, the temperature, the cooking style, the portion size, the prep time. Like, do I have to wait 20 minutes to order this thing? Um, and price, of course, all very important. Yeah. And just, you know, in terms of our own personal taste, clearly for Elizabeth, the cheesiness is key. The flavor. The flavor. flavor. I would say that for me, I, I agree that I don't want my mac and cheese too soupy. I like something that's baked, but it's still got to be a little bit gooey. Like I still want that warm Mm. cheese pool but just I don't <laughs> want noodles like drowning in sauce and I like something with a little bit of like pepper in it a little peppery mm. bite I like fancy cheeses like diversity of taste like the good pull a nice al dente noodle I like a baked mac and cheese but I don't like it to be hard packed which I feel mm -hmm. like is a thing that a lot of them end up being a small bowl I think is plenty I think I might be a side dish mac and cheese person and I can get down with a topping occasionally or like an <gasps> add-in but I don't always love it. You're a purist. <laughs> I am not. I am giving me all of the hybrid monstrosities of mac and cheese. Uh, I want it to taste as flavorful as possible. So that means anything. I could do a salted breadcrumb, you know, <gasps> if it elevates it. No, no. <laughs> this is why we have we have this panel of judges because we all have different tastes. So I don't know about y'all, but my expectation for price is really dependent on mm. all of these things, though. Like if it's a four dollar bowl of mac and cheese, I don't expect that much. If it is a twenty four dollar bowl of mac there and cheese. There better be some lobster in there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, well, let's kick it off with some best that we have personally experienced the classic mac and cheese. Elizabeth, what is your favorite in the city? Okay. So as we've mentioned, I am a 
I I have to unseat Guy Fieri as um, mayor of Flavortown. Um, <laughs> I have high expectations. So for a classic Mac, no add-ins, uh, the Rear End Gastropub in Etna. Um, first of all, it's a really cute little restaurant, but they have like their classic mac and cheese. It's it's like $10, like 11 with tax, I believe. And it comes <laughs> very with, thorough. Here. <laughs> um, it comes with a side. Uh, they don't have much info on the menu, like about kind of this cheese and this stuff, but I can give you a breakdown from, you know, my own palate. Pretty robust cheese profile, definitely a sharp cheddar in there. It's really gooey without being like soupy, which I really enjoy. The noodles are longer and curly. They're not overcooked. Yeah, yeah. They're not your elbow like short mac and cheese. (laughs) There was a hand motion there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They have a nice covering of breadcrumbs. Um, It's a really good like simple uh, and classic mac and cheese and I can't recommend it enough. Mallory, what about you? So I'm going to go very classic here, probably the expected answer, Kelly's in East Liberty. Their mac and cheese is iconic, and it's, you know, just mac and cheese as its purest essence. Um, (laughs) Very, very cheesy. When you order, you're warned that it takes 20 minutes to bake. There's no other items on the menu there have a warning. And so you know that it's going to be fresh and piping hot. I love how pepper forward it is. And I will say that to prepare for this episode, um, some family and I did a mac and cheese taste test over the holiday weekend (laughs) and stopped by a bunch of spots. And uh, Kelly's was the only place we went into where when we got the, I'm ashamed to admit we did all take out instead of uh, mac and cheese hopping through the city. But it was the only place where when we brought the takeout bag into the car, the car instantly filled with the smell of cheese. Oh, So I think for whatever metric that is, um, you knew exactly what you were getting. And another economical option, too. Their mini Mac is $6 and a full-size entree mac and cheese at Kelly's is $8. Like, it's really can't beat that. Yeah. I have to say, having seen pictures of Kelly's, I can't go in that direction. <laughs> Baked mac and cheese, when it like, has that sort of like burnt, like dark top, really makes me, it squicks me out. Like I can't deal with that flavor. I want my mac and cheese to be mac and cheese, like cheese and mac. I don't want any burnt. <laughs> I don't, I think burnt is a harsh interpretation. Also, Lately like, browned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the taste of the Tuesday cocktail would not be complete at Kelly's without a little bit of mac and cheese aroma in the air. It's true. Part of the joy of Kelly's is the overall vibe you get sitting at the bar eating, digging into that mac and cheese. But even at home, it tasted really stellar. Uh, my pick is for Bigham Tavern in Mount Washington. They have just a superb list of mac and cheeses. You can do a lot of interesting things with it, but it's just like consistently really good. It's gooey. It's cheesy. It tastes like different things. It has a lot of flavor. Um, I don't know. I just really love it. And I think that's another one that's like rooted in memory for me. Like I'd go play a kickball game and then finish up with like wings or a mac and cheese or a big Pittsburgh salad. Like it just kind of all tastes like home. Hey, Pittsburgh. I want to tell you about a real steel town hero. Mary Cardwell Dawson was just the coolest. Not only was she the proprietess of that gorgeous Victorian mansion on Apple Street in Homewood, but inside it, she presided over the National Negro Opera Company. She founded guilds for other black singers all over the nation, and she was a mentor for fellow opera singers from here to Washington, D.C. And lucky for you, our modern Pittsburgh opera, 
has a show celebrating her legacy. Get your tickets now for The Passion of Mary Cardwell Dawson. It's at the Bayam Theater through May 5th. And don't be nervous if you're new to opera. The show is in English. It's just over an hour and features a little dialogue for folks to follow along. Tickets start at just $15, and there are all kinds of discounts and special offers for students, teachers, seniors, and veterans. Get your tickets now in our show notes for the Pittsburgh Opera. That's at pittsburghopera.org. So let's move on to our specialty topping list. So this could be a topping, something that's added into the mix. It could even be vegan, for example. Um, Elizabeth, let's kick it off with you again. Yes, as our flavors are. Um, <laughs> Self-anointed. <laughs> you make it sound like Megan and I just like the blander, the better. Which is <laughs> not the case. Yeah, well, someone had to claim that title and it's going to be me. Um, <laughs> my uh, top like flavor one and just top in the burger in general was the brisket mac at Double Wide Grill on the south side. The menu describes it as like a white cheddar mac and cheese topped with like house-made slow-smoked hickory brisket uh, then topped with Memphis barbecue sauce and crispy fried onions. It's Mm -hmm. 18 for a bowl and 14 for a cup. So it's a little bit up there but not not too bad. But you're getting some brisket in there. You're getting getting some protein. So, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And fat. Um... I was I was actually really stuck between this one and the gas can mac dinner, which is like the same thing basically, but with pork instead of brisket. Both are like a good mac and cheese paired with barbecue flavors, which is in my mind a god tier combination. The, <laughs> uh, the brisket just barely went out because there's something about like the juices that kind of come from brisket, like added to the creamy cheese sauce that just juices and cheese, juices and cheese. <laughs> I'm sure it's delicious. That sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> My specialty Mac of choice is always going to be smoke in Lawrenceville. It's so, so good. It's an elbow macaroni. Um, it has like a cheddar and American and Chihuahua cheese combination that just like cannot be beat. I think their specialty one right now has blue cheese crumbles and bacon and chorizo with caramelized onion. Personally, my favorite specialty that they do is the burnt ends mac and cheese. So also that barbecue combination you love. It just can't be beat. I, depending on what you get in it, I think it's usually like $11 for the regular one and then like up to 15 ish for the specialty ones. It's so yummy. And I have to say that smoke also wins for me, but for the vegetarian toppings that are an option there. So I just got one topped with blue cheese and hot sauce and it was so nice. I mean, it felt like kind of getting some of that spicy heat barbecue mm. flavor okay, but without the meat. <laughs> <laughs> this was me trying to tap into my southwestern I was going to say roots. I'm not from the Southwest. Your leaves? Your Southwestern leaves? <laughs> Southwestern leaves. Um, it was so nice. And my cousin heated up the leftovers the next day. And she said, if any of our criteria is heat, heatability, heat up ability, leftoverness, leftoverness, because she said the blue cheese that was crumbled on top sort of melted in mm. and mixed with the other cheeses. And in some ways, it was even better reheated the next day. Also, shout out to that corn dust that they put on top of it. Again, does not sound appetizing. So freaking good. I am a gorgonzola blue cheese evangelist on mac and cheese. And um, again, the smoked mac and cheese was incredibly good. The like uh, the special because of that and that only um, really just hit me in my heart where I live. I don't think this has ever happened before that all three of us have agreed on the same mac and cheese. Smoke, I think you win. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess smoke got the universal appeal. 
Yeah, we got to crown them. Best mac and cheese. Um, well, there's a bunch of others that have been recommended to us that we haven't been able to try yet. So we wanted to list out a few of those. Uh, a couple that I saw were Urban Tap has a smoked Gouda mac and cheese that looks pretty yummy on their menu. There's the Blowfish barbecue truck that got a bunch of recommendations on Reddit. There's is entree-sized. There's the Crafty Jackalope in Bridgeville. That one is completely new to me. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, and I also saw when I was doing some research that a lot of people shouted out Carmi Soul Food on the south side. Um, I really wanted to try it. Unfortunately, it wasn't open when I was doing my mac and cheese tour, but I, I have to believe that a soul food place is going to have some of the premier mac and cheese in Pittsburgh. Yes. And for our vegan friends, I was looking into vegan places. The mac at Fortitude. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, uh, but it's like fortitude, but with tea at the end. Sounded really, really good. They have a ton of options. I think like 10. I'm just going to read some of them off for you because they're really fun. Uh, creamy cashew mac, like a classic, but then they have gyro mac, pizza with everything mac. Brisket gyro. Mac. A gyro? Gyro? Hero? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> You know what? I, I missaid it, and that's fine. Um, <laughs> As you were. <laughs> um, a sloppy Joe Mac, a cashew goat cheese Mac, just every single type of vegan Mac known to man um, they have. And it sounds really good. So it's definitely on my list to try. And uh, if you're vegan and you want to, you know, keep the mac and cheese good times going, go to this place. It sounds great. Yeah. Um, Dive Bar and Grill. There's a bunch of locations. They were on almost every listicle I clicked on and had a ton of upvotes on Yelp for their mac and cheese. So good for them. Yeah. I mean, and here's the thing, like, I'm more of a mac and cheese at home girl than a mac and cheese um, in person just because I need that flavor. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I can't trust any restaurant to do it right. I must do it myself. I feel like that's very true to your personality. (laughs) Yes. I will say that saying that is going to embarrass me given what my recipe is. Um, so I don't have a recipe, like a really, <laughs> a really good mac and cheese recipe for at home. So I hope to learn something. Okay, so mine um, comes from the Bon Appetit YouTube channel. They had a uh, pantry staples how to uh, elevate them kind of a video, and it changed my life, and it changed my family's life as well. Uh, <laughs> Get to it. <laughs> okay, okay. Recipe? Uh, it's adding basically like pesto to your white cheddar mac and cheese like the annie's one and it just oh out of the box yeah out of the box it's like whatever you have in your pantry and it's like you're not going to all that effort the um, cheesiness of like the parmesan and the pesto like brings out the cheesiness in the box mac and cheese it's just really kind of upping the flavor do you do you add breadcrumb no do you add meat no okay I, I now who's the purist? <laughs> I'm just. I think you're mis. You're confusing purity with um, laziness. <laughs> and I want to eat this out of you know the pot. I'm not. You just, you just can't wait. No, I just. This is this is for when I'm tired and hungry. So bottom line, throw some pesto in there. Pesto, Mallory. Do you have one that you stand by? So I going back to my southwestern leaves. Um, (laughs) I love making a green chili mac and cheese. Uh, My partner is from New Mexico. And so when his parents visit, they bring us some frozen green chili specifically so we can throw it in some mac and cheese. Oh, wow. Like real ones. I've never had a green chili that wasn't out of a can. (laughs) No, that will not do. Your whole face just flinched. (laughs) (laughs) That really was sacrilege. But, you know, we do what we can in the city of Pittsburgh. Um, So, yeah, we generally, well, he generally makes it 
just from the like Velveeta recipe, though he told me he would prefer I didn't share that on the pod. But here we are. Um, (laughs) Sorry, Adam. (laughs) Velveeta is a little too soupy for me. So we are going to try out some other recipes and see how well the green chili mixes in. But with the soupiness, it does create this nice like spicy sauciness. And do you add anything to yours? Additional cheese or pepper or anything like that? No, because the green, it's really a chance for the green chili to be the star of the dish. Okay. Uh, Well, uh, dear listener, if we missed anyone that you just love or think that we should give it a try, um, give them a shout out, please let us know. Um, You can email us pittsburgh at citycast.fm or you can call or text us at 412-212-8893. A little news before you go, and honestly, very good news for me. I got my Beyonce tickets for Philadelphia, which is a godsend because the Queen's show has been canceled here in Pittsburgh. Ackershire tweeted yesterday that her August 3rd stop for the Renaissance World Tour was canceled due to, quote, production logistics and scheduling issues. And I guess a couple shows in other cities got postponed, too. Ackershire says that the refunds are going to be automatic, and so will the hole in the local Bayhives hearts. If you need to soothe your wounds with a quick shopping trip, the city will soon have you covered. You'll be able to get official Pittsburgh merchandise, shirts, hats, mugs, all made by Commonwealth Press and based on Pittsburgh's flag and our park system. They're going to be available online at Love Pittsburgh shop locations and through Commonwealth itself. 10% of all the sales are going to go into the city's general fund, I guess because our taxes aren't enough. And Pittsburghers have a long tradition of adventuring. But one North Allegheny graduate shared his latest trip from much further away than most people will ever go. Woody Hoberg is currently at the International Space Station with NASA and SpaceX. He tweeted a picture of his hometown of Pittsburgh from low Earth orbit, which included a bit of that haze from the Canada wildfires. The photo is sort of upside down, but hey, you can't beat the view. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. In case so, you missed it, Thursdays are always our food shows. So stay sharp out there because you know we're always looking for Gouda recommendations. For Feta or worse, we'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye, y'all. Um, I would like to formally apologize for blowing my nose directly into the microphone.